radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. Got a couple of wrecks reported in Morgan County, I-65 northbound at the 340. That's the 565 interchange. No injury reported. Gordon Terry eastbound to the Beltline southbound. That one's also coming in as a no injury. We got fog and wet streets. You be careful. If you're injured in a car accident, send your Timberlake and Lake can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. For WTKI Talk, I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's Chicken Skywatch Traffic Center. One of the things about the humidor is it's probably got the greatest variety of any tobacco shop in Huntsville. I come down here because the variety of accessibility of the different types of cigars that they have. Great selection of cigars, and they have the best selection of cigars around at a good price. Buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys. Great pipe selection, great tobacco selection. They do a great job of taking care of the customer, and that's what counts. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest. Now open Sundays, noon to 6. Bringing wisdom, common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Fred Holland. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Well, we haven't budged much. It's uh, 61 and rain pretty much all week again. And maybe some severe weather in the form of uh, straight line winds and hail as we have that warm front moving back in tomorrow morning. And then another round, a little more concern for the late one. Uh, late tomorrow into the wee hours of Wednesday. So we'll have more on that as the day goes on. Uh, once again, uh, restaurants that are doing uh, curbside pickup and all that kind of thing, trying to help people so- social distance. We're continuing to uh, to share what they're doing, and we will be carrying at noon every day for the duration the update from City Hall, uh, which will happen at noon straight up. So we got all that to talk about as well. Um, uh, Michael uh, Petrilli is uh, president of the Thomas B. Fordham Institute and co-editor of the book, How to Educate an American, the Conservative Vision for Tomorrow's Schools. The reason you're an editor is this has a lot of what's kind of like what um, Michael's success has many fathers, failure as an orphan, but this is one in a good good way, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thanks for having me on, Fred. Yeah, this, this book is a collection of essays by some of the nation's leading conservative writers, intellectuals, names that your listeners would certainly recognize. And the idea here was to ask them their advice on where education reform should go next. And you got some, you got some heavy hitters, and you got Heather McDonald, you've got uh, Michael Barone, Jonah Goldberg, uh, and just they're all some really good stuff here. And I, I, my mother, my um, my wife actually made me leave the room last night because I made the mistake of watching the president's. Uh, press conference yesterday evening, and I, I became so frustrated with these reporters because he and the vice president both spent most of their time trying to instruct the press on how the system works, how federalism works, and they kept asking stupid questions about what cities, and the president or vice president had to say, well, that uh, that's up to the governor. You understand that, right? They're, this kind of underscores what I think this book's trying to do, Right. Well, that's right. So, you know, we we were really pretty wide open to what these writers could write about, but they coalesced around a few big ideas. One of them, uh, and probably the most important one, is that we are not doing nearly good enough job teaching young people about our system of government or our history. 
Uh, and this is something that has not been a big focus in education reform uh, in late recent years or even decades. There's been a big focus on basic skills, reading and math and writing, getting kids ready for college and career, which, of course, all of that is essential. But it's not enough. You know, the, the whole reason that we have a public education system, the, the reason that Thomas Jefferson way back thought that was so essential was because the, the founders knew we were going to be in charge of our own government, of our own affairs. We better be educated, make sure that all of our people are ready for that responsibility. And yet, uh, we don't pay much attention to that in our schools today. And you see what's happening as a result. A lot of, a lot of people out there, especially young people, that just don't have a good understanding of how uh, the system works, as you said, how federalism works. Uh, or if they get any history uh, in civics in the schools, oftentimes it's all very, very negative. Let's talk about all the horrible things that America has done over the years, rather than giving a balanced approach that talks about uh, the great things that have happened in this country and the principles that we've tried to live up to and, and times when we have fallen short of living up to those principles as well. You know, and, and, and we're not unique here. I mean, every country in the world has had its, you know, everybody's got its bruises, right? We're, we're not alone. We're not the only ones that that had to learn some things along the way, right? And, and I go back to those, you know, those, those, you know, wandering for 40 years in the desert, you know, the culture's been doing right. this for a while, right? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, look, the, the world's longest running uh, democracy, you know, longest constitution. You know, look, this is a special place that we uh, are so lucky to, to, to live in and, and to be born into. And uh, and our young people need to understand that, you know, and it's natural, you know, when, when people come of age and you, you want to rail against, you know, all the things that are wrong in the world. OK, you know, we understand that. But, but uh, you know, that some of that energy is helpful. We, we want every generation to come in and do it better than our generation did before. But that starts by understanding our history and not uh, having this sense that, uh, you know, we, we were the first people to ever think of some of these challenges or, or ideas. And, and when you dig in, uh, you know, Friday, you look at some of the textbooks that are being used in the schools, it, it just make you outraged, just outraged. You know, some of these textbooks uh, really explicitly say we want to to talk about the only history that's about oppression, that's about racism, that's about, you know, what, what we did to the Native Americans, what this and that, you know, nothing about the lofty ideals the country was founded on and the many ways that Americans uh, have reformed the system to live up to those ideals. You know, uh, let's talk completely about the, the evils of slavery, which, of course, we should teach young people about. But instead of talking about the heroism of the abolitionist movement, for example, and, and all the people involved in that. So uh, there needs to be balance. And that's what a lot of these writers are saying. You know, and, and we forget, uh, unfortunately, this doesn't get taught either, that, you know, ha almost half what what actually I think some was to disease, but somewhere between a quarter and a half of the American population died during the American Civil War. Yeah. This, uh, you know, we, a lot of people gave their lives for to end this, and we could have gone the Brazil route, and they got, gave it up voluntarily. Hey, um, Michael, can you hang for another bit? I want to talk a little bit more about the people and what they're saying, and uh, I, I guess how critical it is for us to understand the difference between central control and the, uh, the way we do it at the local level here. Can you hang on? Yep. All right, How to Educate an American. It's, um, it is an edited book with a bunch of real good thinkers in it. We'll talk some more coming up. Sane Solutions for an Insane World. WTKI Talk. 
call the Fred Holland Morning Show at 256-684-8000. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. The financial effects of the coronavirus outbreak has forced premiership clubs to ask soccer players to take a 25% pay cut. That's according to The Telegraph. Docking wages would be in violation of a contract, so players would have to sign off on the pay cuts. Horse racing has been suspended at New York's Aqueduct Racetrack. The New York Racing Association made the decision after a worker who cared for the horses tested positive for COVID-19. German soccer players Leon Goretzka and Joshua Kimmich have donated a million euros or $1.1 million to start a campaign called We Kick Corona to help social workers and health services cope with the virus. Formula One is setting up a series of virtual races to replace postponed or canceled Grand Prix events. NASCAR is doing a similar esports series. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. You're a small business owner, and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice, one-on-one partnership, and tailored tech solutions, like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage, networking, plus thousands of top-brand electronics, accessories, and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 877-BY-DELL to speak with an advisor today. That's 877-BY-DELL. Parents, do you want your child's shoes to fit perfectly? Then you need to get your kids Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes. Because Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes easily slip on and fit almost like a sock. And not only do they fit like a dream, they perform like one too. Skechers Stretch Fit keeps your child's feet comfortable all day long with Skechers exclusive air-cooled memory foam. Plus, you'll love just how durable they are. And if they get dirty, just pop them in the washing machine. Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes. Find them at a Skechers store near you, Skechers.com, or wherever kids' shoes are sold. This is the story of Julie Guillot. She's a Leukemia and Lymphoma Society advocate and the mother of a child who battled blood cancer. Zach was diagnosed with AML, a deadly leukemia, when he was only five. While the treatment really attacked the cancer, unfortunately it also attacked his body. Uncontrollable fevers, terrible nosebleeds, and his skin was burned from the inside out. He died at just nine years old, really from the treatment that was meant to save him. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society was founded 70 years ago by parents who also lost their child to cancer. Today, we're pioneering breakthrough treatments for kids with cancer. We are so close to finding better treatments for kids with cancer. So it's too late to save Zach, but working together, we can save thousands of kids just like him. Visit LLS.org and save a child's life. This Austin at Smokey's Barbecue. Come see us on Highway 72. We're open from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Sundays. We do pickup and grubs out delivery. Another one of those great establishments working to, to give you carry out and uh, delivery in some cases. So we're, we're continuing to stack those up. Uh, okay, I never know these. You, 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 I always have to ask this. You have I, to, I have to tell you, this is a in, Michigan in, Wolverine. In right my here. library, I don't know very many fight Go songs. Blue. Go Blue. Wow. All right. 
<laughs> Michael Petrelli is uh, he's co-editor. I would say co-author in the case of most books, but this actually is a a collection of conservative thinkers, and I think very timely, Michael, because th- th- this is one of those things where. And I've said this many times on this show. I, I marvel at the fact that we have a constitution that is, you know, we're, we're, it, it is, like you said, oldest, um, we say democracy, but we're really a representative republic. But the fact that the founding fathers created a, the, this thing where they didn't quite trust people, right? <laughs> they made it difficult to knee-jerk, because when you knee-jerk, you get Venezuela. But the way this is designed, it was designed to be messy. It was designed to be to make people stop and take a pause. I mean, I, I look at this and back to what, what, what was then and what is now, and we've been fighting the same fight from the very time that um, these guys got together to try to agree on a document, right? That's right. I mean, sure, most of these big debates that we have have been going on forever, and young people need to understand that. You know, we need to, as as educators, welcome them to the great debate uh, and help them understand that it has been going on for a while and how it's come uh, taking different forms over the years, that they were not the first generation to uh, land here (laughs) on our planet. Uh, and to think, boy, I, I wonder why things are done this way or, or why is our system set up that way? Uh, and to appreciate, you know, to appreciate that the, the genius really uh, behind the way that our government was set up, uh, not that it's perfect, but that it's pretty, uh, pretty smart in many ways. But, but the only way you gain that appreciation is by studying it and, uh, and studying the history and really understanding what's happened over the last uh, 300 years. You know, it's it's interesting, too, because I'll, I'll hear people go, well, it's never been this nasty, it's never been this bad, and I'll go, well, excuse me, they used to, they were, they were, they were like duking it out on the floor of the Senate. We had a duel early on in our history. Come on. <laughs> right? Right. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. No, I think things have been bad. And look, so, you know, in in the book, again, How to Educate an American, the, the, the argument is we got to study this history, but that's not the only bit. There's also a big focus on character, the fact that in too many places, public schools have tried to avoid that issue of, of teaching character. They feel like, well, that gets too, too touchy. We might be too judgmental. Uh, and yet every time, you know, you, you can't help but teach character to young people because they're watching what we do, not just what we say. And so when, for example, schools are, are these days, there's, there's this big push to say, well, we really shouldn't discipline kids. Disciplining kids, or, you know, suspending them or other kinds of punishments is yeah. inappropriate, <laughs> right? It, it could yeah. even be racist if, if too many of a certain group are suspended. And so instead, we're just going to have kids sit around in a circle and talk about their feelings. Uh, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's pretty say. nutty, actually. This is crazy. <laughs> well, you know, my, my first encounter with uh, with school was actually not in America. It was in Canada. And I remember, you know, it was a one-room school because the big, rich Catholic school was down the street, and the public school was tiny. I mean, first grade was in first row all the way through grade 13. And here I'm an American kid in a, in a foreign school, and um, the thing I remember most is the coat room and the strap that hung above the door, and I never wanted to get it. But I did one time. <laughs> but that was the motivation, and they were stern, you know? we we yeah. got to go back to that yeah. to some degree, right? Yeah. Right. Well, look, and, and what what was the point? The point wasn't to, you know, to, just to be mean to kids. The point was to try to teach you how to behave better. 
And, you know, that's the goal. We, we have these, these barbarians that come into our world uh, all the time. They're called children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, a baby born today is exactly the same as a baby born 100,000 years ago, you know, and it's up to us as, at first as parents and then, you know, as a larger community to help young people understand how to behave and, and how to be an American. And, and, and uh, you can't be your child's best friend. I mean, you can later in life. I mean, but but yeah. you're, you're somebody's got to make the decisions, right? And set the and kids really yeah. do want boundaries, right? Oh, absolutely. And look, just, you know, you know, back uh, 20 years ago now, George W. Bush, President Bush, used to say, you know, we wanted to end the soft bigotry of low expectations. And he was really talking about, you know, when, when schools look at kids and decide they can't learn to read or to do math. But he, let's talk about it in terms of behavior, too. You know, if you look at a kid and say, well, you know, they come from a broken home, they come from a tough circumstance, they're growing up in poverty, we can't expect them to behave well at school. Well, no, 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 no. What we need to do instead is, is to look at them and say, we, they can do this. We need to help teach them, maybe. We need to help get them there uh, but but the last thing we want to do is to start to excuse bad behavior when kids are in school because guess what then they'll never learn and of course we know where that's going to head uh, once they grow up and and so you know it, it, but here's the good news Fred is that these kind of decisions how do we teach history how do we do discipline teaching character those are still decided in our system at the local level and so if people are concerned about this there is a way to fix it and it is to run for the school board or to show up at school board meetings to ask questions about how these things are being handled and, and to push back if you see things being handled in the wrong way. You know, and I, and I think that's the beauty, again, of our system, and we're having that fight now in Alabama where, you know, they don't want to protect, we, they love federalism as far as allowing Alabama what to do, but they don't want to pass it on to the local boards. And that's where a lot of the innovation comes, right? I mean, a lot yeah. of it does. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, and and uh, look, you know, there, there are times. We, I, as an education reform guy, I mean, there's times I've been pretty critical of local school boards because uh, too often those boards they they get elected with the help of the teachers associations or the teachers unions, you know, and they end up just representing the the interests of the adults in the system, or you know, so you've got a real problem there, right? But when it comes to some of these sensitive issues uh, around things like history and, and culture and character, uh, it is a good good thing that we're not trying to make these decisions centrally. Because if, if you could imagine, if if we did, if we had to have a school discipline policy that uh, worked for you know California and Alabama, well, that'd be a mess. Uh, and so it's a good thing that we can make these decisions still at the local level. But they sure have tried. You know, and back to this well, whole character no, thing and, right. and and whether kids you can teach to expectations and all that. I mean, I, I, a lot of times I'll reference, not that we have one now, but I, I, the figurative uh, imaginary drug dealer on the corner. I, this underscores yeah. the fact that you can teach anybody, because what does the drug dealer understand? Math and logistics. We've just got to take that talent and put it in a productive area, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that's right, and and I think it shows you. I mean, there's there's a lot of talent out there, right? I mean, that kid that's right doing the drug deals on the corner and doing all that math, they've got talent, you know. But where we failed them was helping to direct it in the right place and having the the role models and 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 the institutions that can say to young people, hey, there is a right and a wrong, and we're going to help you, uh, you know, move towards the right path. You know, a lot of people in this book, and certainly myself, we all understand that one of the best ways that we can do this is by expanding school choice, is by making it possible for families uh, to send their kids to public charter schools, but also private schools and religious schools. 
you know, and there's a whole lot of parents out there, including uh, a lot of low-income families or, you know, African-American, Latino families who say, you know, they would love to send their kids to a religious school where they can get this, this strong discipline and, and these strong values, and we should make that possible. Uh, but while we're doing that, we don't want to ignore what's happening in the traditional public schools, and there's a lot we can do to make those better as well. You know, and that creates a little competition, which is a good thing, too. And, yeah, uh, every every uh, if you look at every opportunity that's offered low-income or minority families to put their kid in a better school, they take it, right? They always yep. do. Yep. Our, how to Educate an American. Uh, Michael, tell us where to get the book. I think educators ought to read this. I think parents for sure. And uh, you know, if you think of even going into education, how do they find the book? Well, right now, as we're all uh, keeping our distance, probably the best way is online. It's up on Amazon, but eventually get it at your local bookstore as well. All right. Uh, I, I, I like some of these in there. I've been reading a few of them. Um, Michael Petrilli, uh, co-editor of How to Educate an American, the conservative vision for tomorrow's schools. Thanks for sharing, my friend. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Really appreciate it having me on. Bye-bye. Where Huntsville comes to talk. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Got a wreck, I-65 northbound at the 565 interchange. I don't think that one's got an injury involved. They've just called for at least one wrecker there. Another wreck at Gordon Terry and the Beltline, eastbound to southbound. That one should be pretty well cleared up. Snelling needs certified medical assistance. Huntsville.snelling.com. Captain Nick in the WTKI Talk, Popeye's Chicken, Skywatch Traffic Center. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Ken Creel answers your lawn and garden questions Saturday mornings at 10 with lawns, gardens, and stuff. Hi, this is Ken Creel. Join me Saturday mornings. We'll talk about gardening, pest management, landscaping, and whatever else you want to talk about. Tune in and call with your questions or comments. See you there, and until then, happy gardening. Lawns, gardens, and stuff. Saturday mornings at 10 on WTKI Talk. Need to find a Honda? Find a Honda in a hurry, where the savings are always greater. Honda of Decatur. Make a beeline for the Beltline. Don't sit in traffic. It's easier here in March, where a 2020 CRV has financing as low as 1.9 for 36 months. Honda Accord 2.9. Need to find a Honda? Find a Honda in a hurry, where the overhead's lower and the savings are always greater. HondaOfDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. Home at last. (sighs) Dear Lord, you know what a rough day I've had at work. Please help me to leave all my stress outside so I can focus on the precious people inside. Help me to give them my undivided attention without distractions of the workday. Amen. Mommy's home. Mommy. (laughs) Here's the beautiful family I've been missing all day. 
for tips on spending quality time with your family. Visit Facebook.com slash Make Every Day Count. Our customers want best-in-class solutions, so we've added some new vendors like Konica Minolta, Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi, and our next-level team has added Premier Automation Solutions. We're not here to sell you one product. We're here to help you find the right solution for your specific needs, even if it means we don't sell you anything. Drake Avenue and at LyosiGroup.com. Over 50 years of doing the right thing. The Update your kitchen or bathroom with a new faucet. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about finding the right faucet fit for your family right after this. What's the first step of any building or repair project? I always make sure I have the tools and materials I need, starting with the QuickCrete mobile app. With easy one-touch access, you can watch project video instructions, quickly pull up a material shopping list, and make sure you have what you need or use the app to figure out how much you need and find out where to buy it. You can even share your finished project via the quick share function. It's the tool you can use from start to finish. Download the QuickCrete mobile app on the App Store or Google Play today. If you've walked the aisles of a home center recently, you know there are tons of choices for faucets on the market today. And many people wonder why two different models that appear to look alike can have such a very different price tag. Well, the old adage, you get what you pay for, is never truer than when you're shopping for faucets. No matter what style you're looking for, I advise homeowners to always choose faucets with valve bodies made of brass rather than plastic. Making that choice will increase the overall durability of the faucet and it never hurts to buy a recognized brand name with an extensive warranty. I also suggest buying washerless faucets which have one-piece cartridges. That eliminates the most likely cause of leaks and reduces maintenance chores down the road. I'm Danny Lifford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink, hot or cold, they all have one thing in common, fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanley's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanley's on Facebook and receive special offers. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. The Blue Plate Cafe family wants to thank you for supporting us in this difficult time. Call in or stop by for curbside or takeout service at Governor's Drive location, 256-533-8808. But it's all over now and it sure isn't Monday. 
Oh, yeah, it sure is. And uh, who would have guessed we'd be here talking about, well, we are all in this together, are we not? Uh, anyway, got uh, some potential severe weather to uh, to deal with as part of all of our all of our stuff, and we're talking about uh, Scotty. We just got an update here. Tuesday morning uh, is is the the first round as this warm front moves through. They're talking about maybe some heavier thunderstorms, and they're predicting earlier. And then the bigger round is going to be. Tuesday afternoon into the wee hours of Wednesday. So I, I guess we'll, our plan still to talk to the National Weather Service in the morning because we don't have a lot really to know yet, right? For the most part. And, you know, with the timeline they've got now, it could be that, uh, this time tomorrow we... We're dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be in the thick of it, at least some of our listeners. Uh, so we'll do, we'll do the best we can there. So we'll keep you updated. Uh, for rebates and special financing options and a new Linux home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning at 256-852-8825. You can also visit online insideweatherguy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. Uh, okay. So we've got, um, got storms could be stronger Tuesday morning as this warm front moves in. They're talking large hail damaging winds. That'll be kind of a five to ten, but again, that's going to be for us. Mostly east of I-65, it's going to be probably a little later in that timeline, but it'll begin kind of breaking out a little bit the first round, and then the second round will be the um, where they're they're expecting perhaps some stronger winds. Um, so 5 a.m. in the um, the northwest portion of the state, um, we'll start 5 a.m. southwest part of the forecast. So it's going the other way. What? <laughs> Moving northwest through the morning and ending in the in southern middle Tennessee um, and northeast Alabama. So it's gonna it's gonna be kind of. But anyway, we're talking Tuesday afternoon into Tuesday night. Uh, gusty winds, large hail, and possible tornadoes is possible for it. So we're we're looking with the Tuesday round being um, being a little. It's just going to be weird. It's just going to be weird. Uh, anyway, it's coming, coming through, and uh, maybe some roof damage, maybe some siding and that kind of thing. From, uh, but they're just saying tornadoes will be possible. They're not predicting them. One of the other things, don't don't be running down the hall going, woohoo! I get a pass. I can go spend my money at the track. There is no track. But Huntsville Utilities is suspending disconnects until April sixth, which is helping some people, I think. If you've got no money coming in, if you're one of those people who's kind of waiting around with nothing to do. A lot of people, though, I have talked with, um, and you almost think there, there had to be, look, these plans are out there. We sort of have a plan for dealing with uh, emergency stuff. I mean, it, it's it's a loose plan, but it's a plan. Um, you know, you see this briefing, that, which, by the way, we're going to be, we started carrying this weekend, the briefing from Huntsville City Hall. Uh, hosted by Madison County EMA, that um, will happen at noon straight up, and we're going to be doing that for the duration. Um, there's a plan. It's obvious there was a plan in place to where we will have local leaders available to talk to get out the information, kind of a central point to, to, to kind of get the right information out there. Because sadly, we've had, you know, look at all the rumor rumor mongering we've had, sadly. 
about um, you know going into this. Scotty, you remember we it, it, before we even had any confirmed cases, there were always whispers about, oh, there's a case here, there's a case there. They got one here, they got one, and they all turned out to be nothing. Now we do have cases. We have 16 in Madison County. What yeah, uh, what is it? How many in Alabama? Oh gosh, hundred and uh, something or other. I had that yeah. up here, but it's gone now. But but you know we're we're back to this uh, thing Tom Rigsby and I were discussing earlier. We don't know, and and this has been reiterated by a number of healthcare professionals. We don't know how many people are just walking around that don't exhibit symptoms. So we don't know. Kind of hard to peg the. Whether this is worse than the flu, some of the other strains of flu, or about the same or worse, because we really don't have an idea of 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 how many people are infected. One fifty-seven in Alabama. One fifty-seven is the latest. So that that's kind of where we are on this. And sixteen in Madison, right? Sixteen in Madison County. Um, Right. And you know, and we're doing. Look, I think. you just, you know, we'll say it again. Common sense is a superpower. Use it. You know, distance where you can, and is that going to guarantee you don't get it? No. Is it going to if, if you're if if you're um, you know if you're doing all the things you can do because you still get the flu? Could you get it from a surface? Sure. I mean, it's it's certainly possible. Um, be prudent. Our church. Um, uh, along with a lot of churches in the area, has gone to streaming. We tried Zoom with our uh, middle schoolers yesterday, and <laughs> that was a hoot. <laughs> the Zoom was a hoot. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good, you know, for you most old people. You know, it kind of, you know, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, my church had their first uh, service by way of Facebook Live yesterday morning, and I think one of the guys uh, in one of his classes was going to try Zoom yesterday evening as well. So it's getting a good workout. Hey, the kids sure. understand it. It's us that go, huh? Son, <laughs> I click what? <laughs> son, come here and do this for me so we can see each other. Or Exactly. You know. Yeah. So, uh, look, um, we're, we're going to try to do our part here and try to keep as much um, accurate information out there as possible. And, I look, I, I'm, I'm like a lot of people. I'm, I'm a little frustrated that... Uh, at least on the national media side, we have reporters who don't understand how our system works. You can tell that from their questions. Um, that's a little frustrating to me, but it is what it is. And, you know, we have a president who's not going to back down. He's going to say, look, I, you know, I told you, it's up to the governor. <laughs> Governors are in charge. <laughs> well, why aren't you in charge? Because I'm not declaring martial. You really want me to? T- and, and this is it. Um, martial law, if, if the president were tomorrow to just say the federal government's taken over everything, do you believe efficiency would improve top down? I don't care. And even those of you who think the president's an idiot, any, do you want any president directing everything? Can you imagine how bureaucratic that would get? Look at, look at what we're having to deal with already. We've had complaints the FDA is getting in the way of some of this, uh, some of these drugs that they want to try, um, heard both sides of that, where no, there really isn't a barrier. Yes, there is. We got to fix it. I don't know what the truth is. The fact that the CDC got in the way because they got, we got into a little turf war because private labs wanted to do stuff and the CDC wanted to run it. I mean, that, that's part of this sorting all of this out. Not everything's going to work perfectly in the process let's quit calling each other names and let's just get this done shall we 
and the best the best services are delivered at the local level by local governments who are getting help from their state governments who are getting backstopped by the federal government. It works for me. It'll work for you. Is it going to be perfect? Nothing is going to be perfect. If you're asking for perfection, there ain't no such animal. You know that, not right? On, not on this planet. No, there's not. Yeah, you have. Th- this is being dealt with by human beings, and and there are people making decisions that you know perhaps weren't right in the beginning, and they've corrected their course. You know, there, there there's something I heard over the weekend. Um, in fact, I think out of the uh, out of the mouth of Tom Rigsby, actually. Um, you, you know, being being scared to fail is 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 not. You know, how do you how do you find out if you're going to succeed or fail at something? You do it. Right. If you fail, you dust yourself off and you try to try something else. You know. And we've got a lot of very, very. If if you want some comfort, and you're sitting there and you're going, um, oh, you know, I'm, I've been almost not quite quarantined, but we may as well be um, having to kind of curtail our activity because, for one thing, a lot of places aren't doing anything. Um, you, you want to be comforted by the fact that we have a lot of smart people in this country, and and it's kind of like whack-a-mole. They keep coming up, and <laughs> oh, there's one, there's one, there's one. we got some brilliant people working on this. It's going to work out, people. It's going to work out. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday right after Cigar Dave on WTKI. Going to wreck on the northbound side of I-65 between the 339 and the 340. That's right at the 565 interchange. Nobody's hurt, but they do have a wrecker on the way. Gordon Terry and the Beltline eastbound to southbound. That one was a no injury. Should be about ready to clear. From routine care to heart failure, Dr. Randall Burns and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist have the expertise to care for all matters of the heart. For WTKI Talk, I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's Chicken Skywatch Traffic Center. How can children eat when they suffer climate anxiety? Back in one minute with your food chain question of the day. History buffs. This tale from Michael Olson's Tales from a Tin Can took place off Guadalcanal, September 1942. I heard Mr. Schaefer say there's a splash up forward, then the fireworks began. The wasp was forward of us when three torpedoes hit her amidships starboard side. She started blazing, and the smoke was pouring out of her up forward. The destroyer O'Brien intercepted a torpedo meant for the wasp. We tried to take a torpedo as well, but it went right under our bow and hit the North Carolina. I ran after a life jacket and a tin hat. When I returned, the wasp was down by the bow in a mass of flames. While the whole fleet was swinging around, we dropped two 600-pound depth charges on a contact. All this happened in about 15 minutes, and there was no unnecessary excitement on board at all. Everyone remained calm. Tales from a Tin Can contains 424 tales by 44 sailors aboard the USS Dale, from Pearl Harbor to Tokyo Bay. Order your copy at talesfromatincan.com. That's talesfromatincan.com. The BBC Newsround survey of 2008 to 16-year-olds found the youth to be loading up with worry, frustration, concern, and fear over climate change. Well over half of the children interviewed said they worried about the impact of global warming on their futures, 19% confessed to having warming nightmares, 
and 17% said their eating had been adversely affected. Question, which do you think has the greatest impact on why children fear eating? Parents, media, or peers? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's WTKIRadio.com. For our troops and their families, the military is more than a career. It's a journey. And every step along the way, the USO is there. It's an experience that that soldier will never forget for the rest of his life. That's what the USO does. From the time they join to the time they transition out of the military, the USO is there, offering programs and support along the way. The USO has tons of programs, how to do a job interview, what to wear, what not to wear, knowing that there was going to be a life after the military. For over 70 years, the USO has continued to meet the needs of our troops and their families, standing with them when it counts. We all got to watch pretty much his last goodbye right before we were notified he was gone. Without the USO, it wouldn't be possible for me and my children to watch Jared tell us that he loves us. These are memories that we'll have forever. Be a part of their journey. Learn more today at USO.org. This is Gibson's Barbecue on South Parkway. We are open 7 to 5 Monday through Saturday, 7 to 2 on Sundays, curbside pickup or carryout. Come see us. Calling them, uh, they're calling them America's unsung road warriors, delivering those essential goods. The trucking industry, all of a sudden, they're heroes. They are. When you see a when you see an eighteen wheeler rolling, or any of those delivery trucks rolling, they're going somewhere to keep the supply chain going. And we've been talking about this for a week. How they've been, they they they, they keep it going. They, they keep the shelves stocked. There, there was a reason Alabama sang about 18-wheeler. Yeah. The, the song 18-wheeler talked just about that and how yeah. they, they keep America rolling, like you're saying. And they've run into some roadblocks, if you will, along the way because some of these truck stops are shut down. They don't have places to eat or shower. Mm-hmm. And, and there have been, there've been local authorities making some adjustments right. for that. Right. Um, there is a story in the Epoch Times this morning, which I think uh, bears some um, bears some scrutiny here. They're talking about China's official count being down, um, but documents which have included reports from the Wuhan um, Municipal Health Commission show, for example, that the city recorded 91 new patients on March 14th. On that very same day, China's National Health Commission reported only four cases. So. Do we trust them? I don't know. <laughs> About as far as we can throw. How many How many times do you let them do this? Huh? Um, anyway, the president uh, major disaster declarations for New York, for Washington State. If you're a state and you ask, as Governor Ivey did, you get it. Uh, and again, but the, look, the, the reason, and I hate to be sitting here trying to teach federalism, but that's what they were trying to do at this press conference yesterday. Uh, last evening is, you know, the, the, the local governments know what's going on on the ground. Why not? You don't want central control, I'm telling you. Amazon uh, has raised overtime pay for warehouse workers. In fact, uh, I think in a lot of cases they're hiring more people. They certainly are. Mm-hmm. So that's going on. Um 
I uh, and and then of course you get this kind of raised the eyebrows and you know Mrs. Holland brought up the well why did they test them why did they do it Vice President Mike Pence and his wife tested negative for the virus even though they weren't exhibiting any symptoms and and you know what are they saying now for hospitals in fact local authorities have said this we want to save the kits for people who actually are sick right we don't 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 come through that was the whole idea of having a a, a health provider note to get these drive-in tests. You know, and again, do we know how many people have it who aren't exhibiting symptoms? I mean, this is a real conundrum, isn't it? It's why we need to be calm during this thing and and just be kind to each other, huh? Please, common sense. You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. Here to Bolton, and this is the Fox Business Report. Futures are sharply lower on Wall Street after a coronavirus rescue package fails to move forward in the Senate. Stocks also under pressure across most Asian markets and in Europe, another sell-off. Another airline making cuts. Iceland Air axing 240 jobs, moving 92% of its remaining staff to part-time employment and cutting management pay to try to absorb some of the effects of the coronavirus outbreak on its business. And Ford Motor says it's temporarily suspending vehicle and engine production at its international markets group manufacturing sites in India, South Africa, Thailand, and Vietnam. The company's already temporarily suspended vehicle and engine production in North America, Europe, and South America. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Lillian Wu, invested in you. What gives one company the edge over another? Maybe it's not one thing. Maybe it's taking care of lots of things that help a business run smoothly. In other words, Cintas. Cintas has products that help your people stay safe and apparel programs that convey the right image. They service fire protection equipment, deliver and stock restroom supplies, and make sure facilities are clean and ready. Because when all those things work together, you're in business. Oh, I'm ready! Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. Got a wreck westbound on 565 just before Jordan Lane. That's got traffic backed up between the Parkway and Jordan. Once you get to the Jordan Lane overpass, you begin to clear out. I-65 northbound at the 340. Everybody loves the chicken and the shrimp at Popeye's. A to the crispy buttermilk biscuit shrimp, a side of the biscuit, only six bucks. University at George 72 at Jeff and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the WTKI Talk. Popeye's Chicken, Skywatch Traffic Center. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest, 
in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Again, 1-800-211-6137. It's an amazing time in our industry because things are changing so rapidly. This helps our customers save money while upgrading and improving efficiency. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. One of our largest customers recently upgraded, saved $20,000 a month, and met new government security requirements. With our new human resource software, another customer cut their workflow in half and improved employee morale. We are not just a copier company anymore. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. O'Brien's Family Steakhouse on Highway 72 East is open for pickup, curbside delivery. Go to O'Brien's.com to order online. Grub South Delivery is available as well. There was a, uh, a TV show back uh, back in 2012. It was called Lionel and Friends. Oh, yeah. And all the country artists came out and sang to Lionel in the audience. But there was a time when uh, Lionel came on stage with Kenny Rogers to sing Lady. And it just brought the house down. Yeah. And it was incredible. Yeah. It actually, I think Kenny's version and Lionel's version competed for... Yeah, that I was... I were both, both yeah. big, big, huge hits. The, the, and it was Richie's song, Yeah, he right? wrote, yeah. Lionel wrote it, and, and initially the name of the song was Baby. And uh, Kenny got in a conversation with Lionel about this woman he'd met and this greatest lady in the world she's just such a sweetheart and what was the name of that song again lady he changed the name of the song on the because spot. of kenny rogers yes wow so uh, how cool is that a little bit of history there well you know it's interesting uh, what necessity is the mother of invention how many times do we hear that drive-ins have become a big deal again drive-in movies they're popping up all over the place. Where's where's the where's our Whitesburg drive-in when we need it? When we need it, uh, you know, and I guess drive drive-in for food yeah, probably most, is one of those. Yeah. Um, so, uh, wow. So look, we're we're, we're just going to have to kind of work this way, and we hope Congress uh, continues to. Um, uh, there's even a story here, uh, President Waffles on shutdown. I think. Look, it it it, it depends on where you are. I don't think this idea of a national shutdown mandated by the federal government is a way to go. I, I, I tend to agree that this is a, a practice in common sense here. By the way, all of Italy is not dealing with this the way northern Italy is, where, where all the, you know, there were daily flights from Wuhan to northern Italy. That's the That's big, part of the problem. You're not, they, and all this stuff's not reported. Um we no longer help those over 60, according to a doctor in Italy. Man, you hear some of these. You see some of these stories. Do you see the picture of the doctor who has taken the goggles off and he's bruised around where the goggles yeah, have been on his face? he's been wearing them for so long. He's been wearing them for so yeah. long. And um, so here's a constitutional lawyer saying, I see the government using... COVID-19 to take away rights. You know, we're going to have that conversation. You know, how much How much is enough? Um, I, I, I don't know what the answer is. I just don't. 
Um, you know, but you got Governor Cuomo saying in New York 80% will get the virus. I don't know. We've had other people say everybody's going to get the virus. Harvey Weinstein apparently tests positive in prison. There, there is some good in the world. Um, I, oh, by the way, the Olympics have been delayed for a year. It looks like they'll be next year now. Um, because of pressure, the Japanese getting pressure from Australia and a couple of the European countries. I don't know if we weighed in, but I do know that. Um, so, uh, you know, I think, again, brilliant, brilliant minds working on this thing. Um, w- you know, what are the answers? I don't know. But if we if we get to this central control thing, it's I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think that's a good thing at all. Um, and, and, you know, we could be over this thing by, by the middle of next month. I mean, we could, or, or, or we could be going on. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know the answer. I know a lot of families are getting closer. Take the opportunity to, to hug your kids. You say, well, what about social distancing with your kids? I tell you the one concern is parents and parents and grand, uh, parents and, uh, the grandparents. And, you know, a lot of parents depend on grandparents for support, um, you know, for taking the kids for a little while. Because can you imagine can you imagine now what it's like in some of these households where you've been with the kids now for a week? What are we, seven days into this, eight days into this now? You know, yeah, there's, there's a lot to think honey, about here. Honey, let's shrink the kids, why don't we? Yeah. <laughs> Put them in our pocket so, for a while. Uh, look, they're, they're, they're working on some interesting things here. Um, I don't know. First shutdown of, oh, first shutdown of, uh, websites for coronavirus fraud. Oh, there ought to be special mandatory sentencing for those kind of people. Don't you think? Huh? Common sense. Be kind to each other. We'll get through this. Converting your warped view into something more realistic. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. It's the happy, 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 happy hour. It's the happy, 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 happy hour. Yeah. My friends, every week we bring you the happiness hour because the happy make the world better and the unhappy make the world worse. And that is a fact. They make it worse in the micro and they make it worse in the macro. The happy make it better in the micro and better in the macro. I prefer to be with happy people in the elevator. That is correct. Even in the elevator. Dennis Prager, weekday mornings at 11 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk. Coach Nick Saban. Helping children is very important to Miss Terry and me. As parents, it saddens us to know that there are more than 5,000 children in foster care in Alabama. These children need loving, nurturing families to care for them. We ask you to join the team and become champions for children by opening your heart, opening your home, and becoming a foster or adoptive parent. For more information, call 1-866-4AL-KIDS. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 